0: Welcome to J. welcome once again to J Rudio Radio, a healthy living. My name is Eliezer Gruber, a certified nutritionist with offices in Borough Park in Ushalaiam. I'm the developer of the Nutri-Supreme Research and Education Center located at 4315 14th Avenue in the heart of Borough Park. For our first time listeners, my vision, my mission in de- in developing the Nutri Supreme Research and Education Center. Was exactly that—to educate, educate, and to bring a very crystal clear awareness to the public as to the value, such such a profound benefit of how healthy lifestyle habits, such as optimal ex, uh, optimal nutrition, a structured exercise program, proper sleeping habits, and stress management—we need so much today. Stress management can have such a profound positive effect on one's physical, both one's physical and emotional well-being. The four pillars, I call the four pillars again of optimal health, is optimal nutrition. These four pillars, optimal nutrition, exercise, proper sleep, and stress management, are so crucial, so crucial and so vital for having a healthy brain, a healthy immune system, a balanced immune system. Our immune systems today are so out of balance. Digestive systems, we have so many issues with digestive systems today. Besides your IBS and your IBD and chronic constipation and diarrhea, back and forth, gas and bloating, we need a healthy digestive system. The digestive system is the window of health. Hormonal balance. Hormonal balance is so crucial today, and we'll see as, as we unravel today's show, literally we're out of balance from, in so many parameters. In every, I mean, every part of the body these, these things affect. We all, all of us, desire vitality, energy, vibrant health, both physical and emotionally. Optimal health on every level is achieved by such interactions. Interactions every second between one's genetic makeup, their genes, and their environment. When a person feels run down, how many people come to our Nutri Supreme Research and Education Center? They're totally run down, so fatigued. Foggy brain, young people, not just the older population. Foggy brain, can't concentrate. Anxiety, anxious, nervous, depressed they feel something is so is going wrong in their bodies most people they end up going to a doctor which they should do they should get a complete examination with blood tests. But there are literally, and there are literally thousands and thou, or hundreds to thousands of highly markers, biomarkers. Many times people come to me with their blood tests, and I recommend maybe you go back to your doctor and add on this, this, and this, several blood tests to give me more information of what's doing inside, what's doing with your chemistry, how, what, how is it affecting your physiology. However, we should all have in mind or or realize that laboratory markers, whether it's your cholesterol, your inflammatory markers, whatever markers we're using, even the test B12 is not such a great test, we want to do a homocysteine, it sheds better light for B12 status, but these laboratory markers does not in any form or fashion tell me the whole story. It's a part of the story. They're very useful, and every practitioner should use these blood tests and use these markers when they're evaluating, when, they're, when a person is coming for a consultation. But so many people, even if these markers, whichever marker is being used by the physician, but so many people just don't feel well, even if they're all, all these markers are totally normal, and they're pushing themselves just to get through the day. It's so difficult. How many times I hear from Mr. or Mrs., or people, whether it's adults, whether it's children, they're pushing themselves in with, with because they just they're they're lacking. There is so much lacking this vibrant, this vibrant, energetic way of, of of health. And without addressing one's dietary intake, without addressing one's sleeping pattern, without addressing one's circulation, are they exercising? And what about stress management? How are they dealing with stress? How are they handling stress? You cannot. You need, in order to, to, for a person to get to that goal of that vibrant health, to have energy emotionally, physically, and wake up in the morning feeling so well and so happy with the Simchas We need these four pillars. There, I have such a, a, a very, very healthy relationship with the medical field. All our listeners know by now. However, sad to say, it's not the fault of the physicians. It's really a fault of the medical schools. They are not trained in the field of nutrition, which is the basic, the 101 foundation of good health. Whether it's a woman that's having a problem of the conception, whether it's an infant that's not, that's not thriving, whether if it's a child that's not doing well in the classroom setting or at home setting, whether it's the adolescent that has his issues or the young adult or the middle-aged adult with a history of different problems, genetic predispositions in the family from the parents or the grandparents, without addressing, besides all the hundreds or thousands of biomarkers that the, medicine, the medical field has available to them, but without addressing the digestive system, the immune system, and the circulatory system, we, are, we cannot begin to prescribe or to suggest the roadmap for optimal health and wellness. There is an ongoing communication. I see this over and over again with everybody. There's such a direct communication between the gut, the digestive system, and the brain. What drives depression? What drives hormonal imbalances? What drives inflammation? Is, imp- is depression caused by lack of serotonin? Is the Prozac, is the Paxil, is the Effexor, is the, any of the SSRIs or the other antidepressant medication because we're missing serotonin or because we're missing norepinephrine? What, what are we doing? Is the prescription pad model looking at the underlying factors now, what does the digestive system got to have to do with the brain? If a somebody is anxious, or somebody is depressed, or somebody has any of the psychiatric problems, OCD, this is such a, rapid, such a rapid movement or such a rapid epidemic today, increasing, leaps and bounds the, 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 the field of psychiatry today. The digestive system has a direct effect on the brain. There is no question if there is such a network system going on here, ongoing communication that can affect from the digestive system, that can affect literally every part of the body. Actually, if you want to know the MS, the digestive system can be called a second brain. Yeah, a second brain. I once heard from a Harvard-trained doctor many, many years ago at a symposium he mentioned that every neurotransmitter that you find in the brain, there is a connection to the gut, can be found in the gut, in the digestive system. All the inflammatory problems, inflammation, which is involved in most every, almost every chronic disease, whether you're talking about Alzheimer's disease, whether you're talking about cardiovascular disease, Crohn's, colitis, cancer, arthritis, any of, the, any of these chronic problems... There is a component of inflammation, as I mentioned in the past, hearing from a professor at MD Anderson from Houston, Texas, on in his PowerPoint presentation, on the screen, all these different diseases from neurology to oncology to, to gastroenterology to rheumatology, what do they have in common so many different fields of medicine? And he went on in his PowerPoint presentation mentioning about an immune system when in the NF-kappa V, a component of the immune system, when it's, when it's accelerated, inflammatory things, and now there's ongoing research in the field of psychiatry. Whether we're talking about stress, where we're talking about anxiety, panic attacks, how many of us today, how many, whether it's whether it's the parents, the children, or the grandparents, how many people today, from depression to stress and anxiety, we live in such a stressed generation, a stressed out generation, mood disorders, OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder, so many psychiatric problems, and Rahman Latzlaw escalating diabetes type two even among teenagers, which was never in the history of the world. There is a correlation, I see. What has diabetes got to do with psychiatric problems? One is a field of endocrinology, and one is a field of psychiatry. Actually, diabetes type 2 not type one, which is an autoimmune disease, type two, has much to do with the diet. No question about it, insulin, what's just sugar levels, spikes in sugar, spikes in insulin, insulin resistant, which is probably close to 40, 35, 40% of the population today. What has that got to do with psychiatric problems? Because the foods that we eat, just like it has an effect in the field of endocrinology on diabetes and sugar imbalances there is no question about it, it has a, it has an effect on psychiatric problems no question about it why children today one 20% of children adolescents one in 5 let's learn a psychiatric problem according to the cdc cdc they need some type of intervention I'm sure people can relate, many of our listeners can relate with children, if not in your own children, with children in, your, in part of your extended family or, your, or people that you know, your friends. How, many disruptive, how much disruptive behavior do we have today? Temper tantrums. The child is totally out of control. How many children today exhibit anger? They're so angry. Or moodiness, they're so moody, they come home or at school or they're, or, or, or they're exhibiting, whether to their parents or to, to their siblings or in at school, even to the teachers, they're angry and they're moody and they're aggressive behavior. And they bullying and they're hitting. How much, how many of the children are like this? And how many children are so anxious? And how many people are the children are so nervous? And they can't focus. I just recently spoke to I had a conversation yesterday when I was in my office on the telephone with a 7th grade rabbi who told me that in a class, most schools, it doesn't matter which area, which school, that if you have a class of 25 students, approximately 7 of those 25 students are having major problems in school. There are so many children I know from the calls that we get at the Nutri Supreme Research and Education Center, and the parents that call me and they come to us. How many children are just not making it in the system? And a lot of these children, Rachman and are dropping. They're, we're losing them. Obviously, there are many factors over here. It's not just a nutritional factor. And a lot of these children that are dropping out or these children that are not succeeding, their self-esteem is so low. And they feel like failures within themselves. And sometimes even the parents don't realize it. The children are a lot of times not communicating to the parents. And some of these children, Rachmona Letzlan or Machal Shabbos, as the seventh grade rabbi told me. Whether they're smoking, whether they're on the telephone, whether they're texting on Shabbos, al Letzlan. <laughs> Obviously, again, it's multifactorial. It's not just from a nutrition, but nutrition has such, has such a profound effect. There's no question about it. I've seen it over and over and over and again. And you're talking about if you're not addressing in a child or an adolescent, in a school setting that's not thriving, that's not succeeding, that's not growing, if you're not going to look at the nutritional deficiencies and imbalances, these nutritional imbalances and deficiencies, if they would just be addressed properly, doesn't mean just popping a pill. We can't, we live it again in in a quick fix generation. It's not just popping a pill. These children, if they are addressed and if they are corrected, these nutritional deficiencies and imbalances, you can transform this child to a totally different emotional state, a totally different way where he is now in the classroom whether it's a focusing issue, whether it's a hyperactive issue, aggressive behavior, or he just can't concentrate, he can't sit still. Whatever the parameters are, you need to start with basic 101 biochemistry. It is very well established, I'm sure all of us know, the medical field. All of us, the the parents, the listeners, it's very well established that nutrition factors, the nutritional factors, are of major major importance in the pathogenesis of both heart disease, increasing risk for heart disease and cancer. No question. In fact, three or four of the nutritionists at Memorial Sloan Kettering I have one of the I have a textbook from them. I have two textbooks from them addressed how nutrition, the nutrition role, how the the role of nutrition in cancer from creating, from, from the initiation of cancer to the progression of pa- cancer, the prognosis of cancer. There's no question about it, nutrition and heart disease. No, heart disease, the American Heart Association, journal after journal after journal. The American Heart Association is pounding and pounding and pounding. The protocols, healthy diets, eating fish, eating the omega-3, the fishes that have omega-3 two, three times a week recommendations from the American Heart Association, for the heart, for the rhythm of the heart. There's no question about it. From the field of oncology and cardiology, it's well known for decades, the role of nutrition. But there is less research. It's not as much in the spotlight, which it needs to be. The research, the relationship between nutrition factors, nutritional factors, and mental illness. Yes, nutritional factors and mental illness. According to Dr. Melvin Warbach, a professor, I believe, of psychiatry and and neurology, of medicine at UCLA in California, it is clear. It is very clear, crystal clear. And he's not the only one. There are many of him, many people, many professors, many scientists, many neurologists, many psychiatrists that are also at the forefront of this or at the cutting edge of this. Then that nutrition can have such a powerful influence on cognition, emotion, and behavior. Refined sugar, chemicals in our diet, loaded with chemicals, preservatives, food colors, pesticides. A gentleman was in his my office and they were regarding his son. When he eats a red number forty, he explodes. The explosive behavior today of children. It was never not like this in the history. No. Children might have had their issues, but not like this. And it's growing leaps and bounds, as I mentioned, according to the seventh grade Rebbe, not just in his class. In most all the classes, seven you're talking about you're talking about have twenty five children, twenty five adolescents, seven seven of those twenty-five are not doing well. That's terrible. And besides the foods, the chemicals that they're putting in their mouth, and the sugar imbalances, how do you expect a child, an adolescent, or even an adult to concentrate, to grow, to thrive? How do you expect them to do that when they're eating the foods that they're eating? Loaded with chemicals, Missing the important, crucial B vitamins, the minerals. How many just do a nutritional intake on people that come to my office? There's so many imbalances from, or deficiencies from, from the essential fatty acids. How many people are getting omega-3? How many people are getting the right combination of minerals? What about your calcium and your magnesium? What about your zinc? What about your chromium? For blood sugar and this, and like I mentioned, the essential fatty acids, where there's such deficiencies and imbalances in our biochemistry? So how can it be that we can have a healthy child, a healthy adolescent, or a healthy adult, whether emotionally, let's put aside physically, the research is there with physical health, with emotional health. How can we have a healthy brain? How can we have without addressing these issues today? I'm go- I will complete Be'ezus Hashem, the second part of a two-part series on how to optimize. We're in the spring months now. Spring and summer, a great time. Uh, uh, ideal time to optimize one's health in these months, in spring and summer months. I left off last week, I believe, last week's show, And the optimal way to obtain vitamin D, the show is not about vitamin D, but I'm just going to mention because the summer is really, the spring and summer is really the only time in the northern part of the United States to really get vitamin D from the sun, which is really the, the best way, the most optimal way to get vitamin D. Sun, obviously, if you don't know, is by far the best way to obtain vitamin D. As I mentioned last week, obviously we want to avoid sunburn. We don't need to sit out in the sun and get our tans and our sunburns. We don't want to do that. That's not good for the skin. Very not good for the skin. I'm not going to go into the field of of oncology and skin cancer. That's been according to the American Academy of Dermatology. We want to be sensible when we go out in the sun, but for vitamin D. Let's say a fair-skinned person needs only about 15 to 25 minutes, no more than 20, probably 15 to 20 minutes in the sun without sunscreen. Why? Because sunscreen blocks. It blocks out nearly all UV radiation. You do not want to get sunburn, obviously, but you need, and you do not need to get tan to get vitamin D large amounts and i mean large amounts of vitamin d are made from the ultraviolet b the b ray ultraviolet b in fact approximately 10 to 25000 iu international units your body can produce in just a little, a little less time obviously than it takes your skin to become pink a little bit less time than it would take normally for your skin to come we want to avoid again we want to avoid the sunburn One makes, obviously, if you don't know, most vitamin D, when there's a large area, you just can't have the hands and the face exposed. You need a large area of skin. That's why for the Jewish population, the from population in the, in the mountains when you're swimming or private swimming pool in the bungalow colonies or by the yam and at Tznia's place, you need to expose a, night, a good part of your body to the vitamin D, to, I'm sorry, to the sun to get the optimal amount of vitamin B. But again, you do not need a long a long period of time. 15 to 20 minutes in a fair-skinned person. Now, we should protect ourselves. We should protect ourselves from the exposure. Make sure we wear a hat, and make sure we have on sunglasses. Our eyes, our eyes. We don't want a lot of sun come into our eyes that causes oxidative stress. We don't want UV, too much sunlight coming into our eyes. However, early morning sun is great when people go out for a walk we spoke about brisk walking in the summer and the spring in the summer great time we're going to get into losing weight great time to start this program for optimal health and wellness in the spring and summer that's what's very interesting before we finish with the subject of vitamin D the further one is way the further the one is away from the equator that means the more of an angle the sun will hit the atmosphere and the less UV, UVB will be available. For one, In order we need that in order to produce vitamin D. Particularly, it's an issue during the winter. In fact, in the southern U.S., in states like Florida, the body can actually produce vitamin D most of the year. But in the northern places, New York, Boston, one can only produce vitamin D probably from, let's say, uh, from March, April until, until let's say, October, November. Because from November to March, though, even if you're in the sun, you're not, your body that will not be able to produce much vitamin D. And in places like Canada, we're going north, more north, you cannot produce even, let's say, even October, in, like New York City might be like a month earlier I'm sorry, a month later, let's say from November, but from in the north and more north, you go, let's say in Canada, let's say even from October, through April, we have an issue of vitamin D. So again, optimal way to get vitamin D is in the sun. Let's be sensible. before you put on the sun lotion, that blocks vitamin, that blocks the ability of the sun from producing vitamin D in the body. So you only need 15 to 20 minutes. Now let's go to weight. Many people come to us, our nutrition center for a program, to design them a roadmap and to lose weight. They're overweight. I have people that anywhere from, from their, their BMI is anywhere from, in the high 20s, they're overweight. And a lot of, most of the people that come to me for a weight loss program, they're in the 30s, means they're, according to the chart, the BMI chart, they're already, they're considering an obesity state. So we need to lose weight. This is a phenomenal time to start a good, structured program. Now, since we want to start an exercise program, and, and let's say, in order to, we want to lose weight. Let's say somebody comes to me and their BMI is over 30, and I want to really get them down into the, into the normal range. So I have to roadmap them three things, actually four things. I have to put the, these four pillars into, into a roadmap. The four pillars, again, are what they're eating, how much they're exercising, Sleeping. Sleeping has a tremendous effect. No question on how you're losing weight. And also we have a weight loss CD if you want more information how sleep affects your ability to be able to lose weight and stress management. We've spoken in the past how people that are under a lot of stress have a much more difficult time to lose weight. No question about it. So let's get walking, early morning exercise, tremendous. Let's boost. Let's boost our metabolism. We have such a, people come to me, their metabolism, young people, young people in their 40s, even 30s, 40s, 50s, you know what I mean? They're even with normal thyroid function. Why do they have such a sluggish metabolism? Why is their circulation, their blood flow so compromised? because they're not exercising, and they're eating a diet that promotes the opposite from good circulation, that's promoting inflammation. So in the spring, and the summer, if you look in the stores, I went to the groceries, the supermarkets last era of Shabbos, This, this, you see out displayed so many bright food colors, fruits and vegetables, so they're overflowing literally with so many health benefits and there's such an abundance of them. These fresh, delicious, delicious fruits and vegetables and again, overflowing with so many health benefits. Superfoods are in an abundance in the spring and the summer the colors, the deep colors, the berries, such a high level, high levels of flavonoids, such antioxidants that protect, will get in to protect almost every part of the body, if not every part of the body, and not just the heart, and not just the eyes, and not just the immune system. Even the brain protects the brain. Yes, protects the brain. All the brain problems, the depression, we spoke, we had a psychiatrist several months ago, the Mediterranean diet, reducing the incident of all the, a lot of the psychiatric problems, especially depression. No question about it. The Mediterranean diet is at the forefront. And now with all the beautiful, deep colored fruits and vegetables, let's take advantage. The farmer's market, local the local fruits and vegetables let's instead of bringing it from out of the country that's not the way to to, to optimize our health with fruits and vegetables because we have to ship it from out of the country it's not the season we want seasonal seasonal in the season what is in season in the local markets of the fruits and vegetables let's take for example Tomatoes, red, bright tomatoes that you are consuming. What are you consuming? Why are red, tomatoes this bright red color? Lycopene. Lycopene is a carotenoid. We know beta-carotene in carrots. The, the color that gives the carrots the, the orangey color of a carrot is from the, from the beta-carotene. The red color from, from tomatoes is coming from lycopene. That lycopene we're speaking about now, the summer months. We spoke about sunburn, too much sun exposure. Lycopene actually helps to reduce the negative effect of sunburn, where where it does not the negative. It prevents the sunburn actually. In fact, in Supreme Research has a supplement called lycopene which is a powerful antioxidant that actually pr- pr- protects the cells, many, many cells in the body from damage. And part of the cells that can get damaged, especially uh, in, the, in the summer and when there's exposure to, to in the sun, too much sun, sun damage, sunburn from the sun, lycopene can be tremendous to help protect. In fact, a, ver- a friend of mine, a colleague, actually a colleague and a friend of mine, and lives in Eretz commutes back and forth to America, was out in the Negev a couple years ago with his friends on a tui, and he said to me, all of his friends got sunburn. He was the only one that did not get sunburn. I said, what did you do? He says, I happen to be taking lycopene for certain health issues, and I'm taking 40 milligrams a day of lycopene, and I'm the only one out of everybody on in this, on this when they went on this tui, they didn't get sunburn because it coats the skin, it protects the skin against the negative effect of the sun. Great. He's the only one that didn't get sunburned. And now, in fact, lycopene, the data says, demonstrates, shows, documented, that it can reduce sun damage by a whopping 35%. It is also lycopene. It's not just in... In, in, in protecting the skin from sun damage. In fact, there's been studies in, in several cancers, lycopene to protect against cancers. I know there's a well renowned, uh, uh, a world renowned, actually, cancer doctor in one of the medical centers who prescribes some of his patients lycopene when they have a certain issue of pre cells in a certain organ. That's regarding lycopene. Great. So let's take it value. What is the fruits and vegetables? And then market, in our, in our local markets, what do they have to offer? And what about the dark green vegetables? Dark green vegetables, I mentioned we've got to protect our eyes from too much sun. It can be damaging to eyes besides the skin. What does the green, dark green, leafy vegetables have that's very, very helpful, that is very protectant from damage to eye health? You have your romaine lettuce. You have your kale. You have your broccoli. They have antioxidants, powerful antioxidants, such as, yes, lutein. Lutein has been studied by the National Eye Institute. Zeaxanthin, which has also been studied by the National Eye Institute for macular degeneration. So very, very important for eye health. It's also a a very, the best, probably one of the best sources of vitamin K. What is vitamin K? We have to be just careful, though, people that are on, Blood thinners, we want to avoid these, these green vegetables. The doctor is contraindicated to have these dark green ve- leafy vegetables if a person is on a blood thinner like Coumadin. But the people that can, that are not on the blood thinners, vitamin K can be so beneficial. What for your bone health? Studies showing that vitamin K can increase bone density. So when we go going on our brisk walk, our early morning brisk walk, our exercising, whether we're in the country, whether we're in the city, so let's optimize, besides the weight-bearing exercise to increase bone density and the cardiovascular health and our immune system, let's increase our bone density. So by eating, by having green vegetables, by increasing our intake of vitamin K, we can be increasing bone density. Now, I realize, I've been very well aware that there are people you will think, you're probably thinking to yourself, there's a bug problem. What are we going to do about the bug problem? Toloyum, yes, toloyum, and these are very difficult to check. I remember years and years ago we were in Lakewood, and from one of the Rabunin, when we, were, when we were eating romaine lettuce, we got a, we had to get a light box. We had to get a light box to, to my wife used to sit and check very carefully the romaine lettuce. There, so there is issues with obviously with the bugs. Now, if you want to optimize on vitamin K. So recently, I mentioned last week, I just bought a juicer. I bought a juicer because I actually want the, the juice of the, of, the, of the greens. The kale, the green leafy vegetables, the kale and the romaine lettuce and the escarot and the endive, great vegetables. The juices from these vegetables, phenomenal phenomenal for every part of the body. And this time of year, you see in the markets, out, as I was in, I mentioned Erev Shabbos, these dark green leafy, just like they were just picked like yesterday when I was there, of these dark green leaves. So I'm juicing them, and I'm you know, every person has to speak to the rough about what they have to do and what they don't have to do. But I'm juicing them, I'm not eating them. Now, the benefits of the juice of greens are numerous. Then do I mean numerous? First of all, they, are, they alkalize them. They're very good. Strong alcohol has alkalizing properties. The body, if it's more alkaline, we're more acidic, most of us. We need to alkalize. We need to, our body to become more alkaline our cleaning cleans the body no question chlorophyll so much chlorophyll in these green vegetables in the in, in the dark green vegetables healing hydrating hydrating us with so many valuable and so many valuable nutrients we have to realize which I spoke about in the past disease inflammation pain all these things, rachmona letzlan, cancer, rachmona letzlan, thrive in acidic environment, in acidic environment. Green juice has so much chlorophyll, as I mentioned, so much chlorophyll, which offers so many benefits and neutralizes, not just cleansing the body, neutralizes toxins in the body, purifies the body, helps the liver, helps purify the liver and blood sugar helps normalize blood sugar. In fact, a glass of green juice infuses, and do I mean infuses, the body with so many nutrients for healthy vision, besides healthy vision, again, detoxification cleansing and so many because of our diets the food the air the water so many things we're we're exposed to so many chemicals in the environment what a phenomenal way to get to cleanse the body you you, know, you advertise all these detoxifying products and these products and people taking for going to the bathroom and going here and there let's get from mother nature Let's get the way the Rabanishon put into, into nature. So let's utilize it at the best way we can. So green juice is phenomenal. I feel, I'm telling you, I feel a difference literally probably in five to ten minutes. I just feel a certain, certain feeling of health, of, of, of more stamina in a very quick time. If I drink a pure, a pure green juice and I put sometimes something in it to make the taste better, depends what type of green you're using, phenomenal also we speak we spoke about eye health, and we spoke about heart health, what about the fish the omega threes salmon, sardines anchovias, mackerel these are the primary basically the source our source of the omega threes we've spoken about essential fatty acids so many times, and all these kids today it's so it's so disappointing. They're missing, they're not eating fish. How many kids today and teenagers are eating fish? How much salmon are they so they have it maybe have it on Shabbos? How much during the week are they eating it? And even the adults, but children and, and adolescents, for sure not. These are our primary source and probably the only really good source of omega-3 essential fatty acids. So how do we have a proper brain, if the brain is 60, 70% fat by dry weight, and 30% of that fat is omega-3 fatty acids, where are we getting from? I wonder why everybody's going crazy today. I wonder why Joseph Hibbelin, Dr. Hibbelin at the NIH, the National Institute of Health, told me on the telephone, tell your people to go back to their roots and go back to what they ate in Egypt and it's a pusik in Chumash. they ate in Parsha's Baalos, they ate fish and tell them to stop with all their canola oil. It's affecting our brain chemistry. And that's one of the reasons we have so many psychiatric problems today, because we have so much, Im- so many imbalances, There's so such an imbalance in the omega three, omega six, so much omega six, omega three ratio, because our foods are loaded with omega six, the corn oil, the sunflower, the safflower, canola, oil, the sunbean oil, what soybean oil, what we're not getting omega three. So the kids, what do you want from the children today? Why aren't they thriving today? Why do they have to go to Ritalin? Why do they have to go to Adderall? Why do they have to go to Concerta? Why do they have to go to antidepressants? Why twenty percent of children, and adolescents have an have a psychiatric problem that needs 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 intervention, and most of the time some they're put on some type of some psychiatric medication. Why people today? It's like it's known, you know. Just like you have bread and butter, just like you have milk in the refrigerator. People, you have Clonopin in your in your in your medicine cabinet today. If I would go and take a poll and go to any community and go through and go into houses and check where people keep their medicine, I would venture to say that Rove, that means more than 50% of houses has some type of anti-anxiety medication, somebody in the family, clonopin, some type of medication, either an anti-anxiety, an antidepressant, a mood stabilizer. What's happening to us today? Why? We got to get it together. It's not the prescription pad model. Uh, sure, I'm, you know, I'm trying to get in touch with a psychiatrist. I just recently had somebody come to my office. I want to speak to a psychiatrist and work together with him. But why? We're missing the boat. And, the, and if the doctors are not educated in this field. So certainly that sometimes a person needs, a person is a bipolar, a person is a schizophrenic. We Sure they need medication, but if they're not addressing their basic, basic bi- one-on-one biochemistry, then we're missing, we're totally missing the boat. So we need, how come psychiatrists, I have two, three psychiatrists that send me people. They send me people on an ongoing basis or they call me up and speak to me about omega-3, why? Because they're on target. They are using omega-3 in their, in, their, in, their, in, their, in their practices and they're recommending to their patients with the medication. Do you think 30, 40 years ago, you think every most houses had clonopin in there? Okay, maybe clonopin wasn't on the market, but whatever volume, whatever medication was on the market, why? Our brains are so disimbalanced, imbalanced. The message, the message to the listeners is, let's get it together. And there's such a communication between the brain and the digestive system. That's right. As I said, the the digestive system is a second brain. Yes, it's a second brain. What constantly, I've seen over and over again, anxiety, panic attacks, over and over again, change your diet. People that a lot of people don't do well when they have certain issues of anxiety and panic attacks. They need different a different road map. They need to decrease their carbohydrates for sure, the simple carbohydrates and even the whole wheat. And a lot of these people need a much healthier, increased healthier fats, increased better, better more protein in the diet and fruits and vegetables. And they see a, a significant a difference, a significant difference. Why? Because there's such an ongoing communication between the gut, between the digestive system and the brain. And if we can't get enough protein from food, then, Boch Hashem, Nutri-Supreme Research, has such a variety of different, so many choices, of great-tasting whey protein that supplies, yes, supplies a a whooping 25 grams of protein per per serving. I personally, every morning I try, most every morning, to start the day with a serving of whey protein. So that gives me a good 25 grams of protein. So many people come to us. So many are so popular today in the Jewish market, in the non-Jewish market. Whey protein, if you want a protein supplement and you're not getting it from food, out of the different supplements out there, there's no question. Whey protein is the best Supplement as far protein the amino acids and a weight loss program. How many people Mr. Gruber, you know, I'm full. I don't need to eat. I use it for breakfast. In fact, you know, it used to be, you know, in the in the times of the Talmud, people used to eat two meals a day. What are you three meals a day? They weren't eating three meals a day. You look in the you look in the Gemuras, you look in Rashi, two meals a day they ate. So what is that? Mean? So we can start the day with a if, if you if you, if, if you would like, you could start with a whey protein. It's a drink of twenty five grams of protein. We have it either sweetened with with fructose and the people who want to stay away from sugar, then we have also great tasting whey protein with stevia, sweetened with stevia and erythritol, flavors of chocolate, vanilla, coffee, strawberry, natural whey protein if you want to avoid any of the, you don't want the flavors. I remember going back to the country, going back to outdoors. I remember years and years ago, when I was with my family in the Catskill Mountains, I took my family apple picking. What a great day. What a great hike. We hiked. We went to a farm. We went apple picking, a great outdoor event. And the apples were so delicious, freshly picked from the tree. So again the spring and the summer months. Let's look at the deep colored fruits and vegetables, the orange, yes, the orange, the yellow, the green, the purple, the red, full of so many oxidants. And let's, let's look at the other foods that are so great for our health, for optimal health and wellness, not just physically, mentally. Our nuts, the Mediterranean type of diet that we've spoken about so many times. The nuts, the seeds, the olive oil, the beans, the whole grains. It's so clear that the mediterranean diet from so many factors now a lot of people that i put on a program i have to modify the mediterranean diet because there's sugar because i have to reduce the amount of starches that they're they're in their in their daily intake just because of different markers biomarkers risk factors for, that have for inflammation and for and for cardiovascular health so again let's take advantage Let's take advantage of the spring and the summer months. Let's start a program. Your mothers out there, the gatekeepers of the family, let's start a program for our families, healthy living, yes, healthy living, optimal nutrition, the four pillars, optimal nutrition, exercise proper sleep, stress management, you will reap so many benefits. No question, so many benefits, both physically and emotionally. We're going to take just a couple minutes out now. We're going to return for a couple questions. Thank you so much. We'll be back just in a couple minutes. de ani lefneha elookim shebashamay shnatata li avir mazon umaym etale va'an shama khavrim u welcome back to jroute radio healthy living this is elias agrub we have a phone call Hello. Hi, how are you?
1: Good, thank you. Um, my question was like this. I heard you saying that acid foods is not good, but taking a teaspoon of apple vinegar a day, is that a problem?
0: Actually, it could be very beneficial. Uh, you mean apple cider vinegar?
1: Yeah, I, that's what I read in one of the Rambam books. Right. So actually, actually
0: means- it could be very beneficial for digestive health. Um, mm-hmm. I, as I mentioned, there's so many people that just don't digest food well. I mean, they have, you know, their their macro, their flora and their digestive system is very compromised because of their diets for many years that have been, you know, the wrong type of way of eating. But it it can promote, no question about it, promote better digestive health, um, if people that, you know, it, it, it's a great way to experiment if they do, if a person does have, you know, faulty digestion or weak digestion, is to take a teaspoon or even a couple teaspoons of apple cider vinegar. You can even put it on your salad. Um, I would get the raw, you know, unprocessed, not processed okay. apple cider vinegar. Uh, that would be the best way to use it.
1: And my other question is, some of the I don't know if I'm saying it right. It's called mecca or maca.
0: Yeah, okay, maca, right, okay.
1: What is that exactly? Because I was recommended to take it. I don't want to just take anything.
0: Right, so maca, it is is, to a certain degree in the spotlight, not so much in the Jewish market, but maca is an herb, and it's women, men both use it for energizing, for vitality, uh and you know it's promoted to say the research i could say is scant but it's promoted for more let's say vitality uh among let's say women and men both men and women actually and some i haven't i haven't, I haven't to have it in, in one of my formulas maca uh, now, there's maca and there's maca. You know what I mean? You want to get a good source of maca. I mean, from a, you know, that's, um, you know, there's a lot of maca on the market that's not far from optimal from the best source. But basically, it's using for people use it to in, try and increase their vitality, increase their, and energize the body. But it's a, uh, you know, it's for sure not at the forefront, maca. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's so many things basic, you know, 101. Before you go to Maca, that you know, if that's the reason you're taking it, you know, I mean, that's the reason why a lot of people take it.
1: For, you mean like eating vegetables and fruits and yeah, stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, just okay, yeah. I do that. I would say ninety-five percent of my diet is fruits and vegetables. That's how I grew up, and that's how my kids are growing up. Because uh, I know it's the best I, thing I would, and the
0: health. I, I, I would have more vegetables than fruit. I don't know what your your. I eat
1: fruits until twelve. I try to do uh-huh. a bum diet uh-huh. as best I can. Put uh-huh. it that way.
0: Okay. You have to remember the Rambam, who I've spoken to one of the Rabunan over here, the Rambam, the guidelines from the Rambam is carved in stone and that stays forever. But some of the foods that the Rambam speaks about, there is a, a concept of changing the Teva, changing the Shtana Teva. Right. And that's, you know, what, you know, some of the research today might be different from what the Rambam said almost a thousand years ago. But make sure make sure you just get enough ample protein. I see a lot of women don't get enough protein. The average woman needs to get about seven, or men also, need to get about 75 grams of protein a day, plus minus, and they're not getting that. And, you know, check your vitamin D levels and make sure you get enough essential fatty acids like omega-3 and and, and healthy fats. You know what I mean? That in itself, in exercising, that should energize almost everybody that does a, a, a I would say everybody doesn't have a uh, you know any kind of medical issues that that's at hand. But again, people that are under a lot of stresses and a lot of you know anxiety calls from outside factors, so they obviously need a little bit more to be addressed and fine tuned with their protocol. But right, if you're getting again, if you're getting the basic, what needs the essentials again? What's essential to the body? is protein, the right protein, optimal protein, optimal fats, carbohydrates, the right carbohydrates in its right balance, vitamins, minerals, you know and, and make sure you get enough water then that in itself is you know is is that's that's where to start okay, I okay. appreciate appreciate so much your phone call. Thank you so much. Uh, I would like to mention it before we end the show two things first of all, this Sunday, I will be at Health Pantry Mit hashem. Health Pantry is a health food store on Coney Island. The exact address is 1434 Coney Island Avenue. It's such a wonderful staff, such a wonderful, warm staff, very knowledgeable for all your int- nutritional needs. Again, they're located at 1434 Coney Island Avenue. I'll be there Sunday uh, from one to five, Mirzah Shem. So, if you would like to come, it's free. There's no charge for it. I would call and make an appointment. I think, believe, they're scheduling appointments, 10-15 minute appointments. The number to call Health Pantry is 718-475-9113. Again, 718. 718- Four seven five nine one one three. Again, health pantry is located at fourteen thirty four Coney Island. I will be there this Sunday, your mitzvah sham and I welcome all of you, to you know, whoever our listeners, to make appointments and take advantage of this few, several hours that I'll be there. Also, before we end, I would like to mention very. I think it's very crucial to, to very important to mention. We've had Rahman let's a lot of accidents in the country, whether it's on bicycles, whether it's walking, whether it's in cars it's very crucial, very crucial. The children, the adolescents, whoever, the adults, first of all, on bicycles, wear helmets. I can't overemphasize. I've, one of my good friends, I hope he's maybe listening today, he's mentioned to me over and over and over again, the importance of wearing helmets. It's, it can literally save a person from injury. Wear helmets. Number one. Number two is make sure when you're going at night, walking at night, that you're wearing some type of belt or something that's lit that people can see you. There's so many areas in the country, so many curves that people, the cars, they don't see well at night. I know many times when I used to drive in the country, you can't see the the roads are not litted well. Some of the roads are not litted lit at all, and it's very very difficult. people like to take walks in the country. Make Make sure that you're not in the seat, and you're not in your, and you're wearing something that people can see you that, that lights up. Driving, I can't overemphasize the country roads are very, very dangerous. They can be very dangerous. I would not, I mean, not to say, you know, it was without saying, you know, no drinking, Mozi Shabbos, if you drank uh, wine for half a dollar, watch, don't drink and drive, that's, that's olive bays. But when you're driving, drive slow especially these roads, because there's a lot of people. There are people that are walking these roads. And if you don't see them, it could be accidents. Be very, very careful of other people when you're driving in the mountains. And again, the people walking, the people that are exercising, as we mentioned, the importance of exercising. Make sure that people can, the drivers can see you very, very clearly. Also, people driving back and forth from the mountains for Shabbos. The men that are working in the city and they're going back and forth. They're going for Shabbos and coming back Monday Shabbos Sunday. Sometimes they're very they're very tired. Thursday night they're exhausted and they're driving at night. This can be very very dangerous. If you get tired, if you're not up to par. It's worthwhile to pull over, pull over on the side of the road, and take a little cat nap. Even a 10-minute cat nap, a 15-minute cat nap, can do wonders. Don't try and drive while you're tired, exhausted. If you see yourself sometimes closing your eyes, if you, if you, if also Nutra Supreme Research, we have caffeine chews, caffeine chews that is very good for people that are driving that need an alertness like right away, and it can have an effect like within literally. 15 minutes, 20 minutes. It calls more to the person to be more alert, especially if they're tired. So if you're driving back and forth again and you're tired, caffeine shoes, Nutri Supreme is a way to go. But again, helmets. Be, make sure you're, you're well, your you're people can recognize you, that you're wearing some type of belt that lights up. No question. And people, please drive carefully. I can't reiterate enough times. I would like to give out the numbers for the Nutri Supreme Research Center. Again, located at 4315 14th Avenue in the heart of Borough Park. Our local number is 718 718- 853 8, 8, 8, 4, 4. again seven one eight eight five three zero six four four. All right, my email is egruber at NutriSupreme dot com my website is www.nutrisupreme.com dot com I wish all of you a wonderful wonderful Shabbos thank you for listening